This is gonna get serious. Oh lord. <laughs> and it's the tall it's the tall glasses too. Oh. Right. Some bitch. What did we get ourselves into? Can we just stick with the brew? Let's just let's just let's just No? Okay. Um fuck. <laughs> What's up everybody? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome hey, to Lights Camera Cocktails. cocktails. We done fucked up. <laughs> I'm nervous. I'm really nervous about this drink. <laughs> um, as you should be. Oh, shit. All right. Well, we are a podcast that pairs scary drinks with amazing <laughs> movies. This drink is in the movie, though. It's like, in the movie. It's, it it's is, actually in the movie. I followed it almost to a team. Did, almost? Yeah. What are we drinking? We are drinking the red-eyed cocktail. Yes, we are. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> So um, what we have here is six ounces of beer. Ours is a little different because we have bigger cups, but you would do this in a pint glass. And okay. you use like six ounces of beer, four ounces of tomato juice, four dashes of Tabasco sauce, a pinch of pepper and a pinch of salt, and one raw egg. Oh my God. Here we go with the eggs again. So you're going to do it in the order that I just said it. And... Um, one thing that is added in the movie that is not added in ours is an aspirin. So uh, yeah, we don't need that. So if you want to do it right, like the movie is, then take two aspirins mm -hmm. in the bottom of this drink. And um, the red eye cocktail. This is and the we're, red eye. we're doing cocktail, people. There's no hiding it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our first Tom Cruise movie. Finally. No, we did Outsiders. Oh, we did do Outsiders. You're right. Mm -hmm. My bad. That's well. Okay. But yeah, pretty much. Yeah, basically. Our basically. first leading Tom Cruise movie. Yes, and it's cocktail, no S. No, no S. Get that S out of <laughs> I there. I kept saying cocktails, and my brother was like, you know, it's just cocktail, right? And I was like, no, it's cocktails. And he's like, no, cocktails, no S. And I was like, oh, shit. Get that S out of there. <laughs> Get the S out of here. <laughs> so let's try this. <laughs> All right, cheers. This red eye, cheers. Oh, my God. Oh, God. I hate you. Do we stir it at all or we just drink it? He didn't stir it in the movie. He's a hard ass. All right. Um, Whoa! Shit! I think you're supposed to stir it. Everything I saw did not say stir. All right. That's, that, that's got a bite to it. It is supposed to be a hangover cure. Why there's aspirin in it. Okay. <laughs> that would explain the aspirin. Explain Thank the God I chilled these mugs. Yeah. Because shit, that, that has a bite to it. All right. That's what we're drinking. We're getting weird. What else is new on the podcast? This is happening. Mm. All right. So. <clears throat> and we're back to our two camera setup. How do you like we, it? I What's love up? We got it. that split, split screen life again. I missed it. Hello, YouTube. I, I missed you. Now you don't have to see all the table and shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Get all of this. Mm -hmm. Close above this area, which should always be close. <laughs> so, are you ready for a little bit of her story? Yes, please. I might make that sound a lot. Oh, I see. And Smashley's in the motherfucking building. Burr, burr, burr. Hey, baby. <laughs> you know how to make a red eye? Hey, bartender. You know how to make a red eye? <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> <laughs> you want to try it? Do I have to drink it like they do in the movie? Yes. 
Beer is for breakfast. Drink or be gone. Come on, it's the champagne of beer, babe. Yes. Oh, also, I did use the Miller High Life, which is the beer that they use in the movie. Mm-hmm. They chug it. We're not chugging. chugging it. I mean, he does because it's a hangover cure. Because he's got a hangover. We're not yeah. hangover. Although we should do that movie. And when we do, I have a guest already lined up. As long as I, I have a drink. And we're doing that episode in Vegas. Ooh! Look at that face. You guys ready to go to Vegas with us? Vegas! <laughs> no, I feel so clear. It does like... Yeah. yeah. My sinuses are feeling that good. That pepper. Oh, no. The egg's at the end. And I... If I'm drunk towards the end, I might swallow it. But I doubt I will. Well, I did use Bloody Mary mix because we had it and I ain't made the money. Should have grabbed so, some celery. And just like, <laughs> I know. Um, it tastes good. The salt and peppers adds a nice, it's kind of like a michelada kind of deal going on here. It's growing on me. Yeah. I'll drink it. Yeah. Let me just continue. Let me see. Let's see how weird we get. If we get drunk enough, we got to sing like they do in the movie. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> so you're okay. ready for the herstory. Herstory on the red eye? I couldn't find any history on the red eye. Herstory on the Bloody Mary? Uh, we're not drinking the Bloody Mary. Herstory on a hangover cure? I almost did that, but I was saving it for the hangover. Herstory on tell me, or I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> it's the herstory on flair bartending. Nice. AKA extreme bartending, or bar tricks, or flair tending. Now I feel like we should have had Ashley's cousin on the podcast. He's a. He be flaring. He he did that for many years down in San Diego. Yeah, he's a bar owner now. He owns like twenty bars down there. Damn. But every once in a while, he'll get behind the bar again. Shout out Hoffman. What's happening? And he's like, I got the hippie hippie shake. He's like throwing the shit. (laughs) I got the hippie hippie shake. (laughs) Okay, so you want to know some history on some flaring? Yes, yes, I do. It started back in the nineteenth century. And they say... Early or late? It just said 19th century. <laughs> so the 80s, okay. <laughs> and uh, by this man named Jerry the Professor Thomas. I'm going to say like early 19th. Yeah, because sure. by the this drink. Um, okay. And his name is Jerry the Professor Thomas. And he would pour fire streams of boiling water and flaming whiskey. One ounce oil of boil. Is that what you heard me say? No, it's just what my <laughs> mind went to because we already did Hocus Pocus. Okay. So, is that what I said? <laughs> um, <laughs> so my lips are like kind of burning a little bit. A little know? bit, right? Like but it's keeping me awake. <laughs> it is keeping me awake. <laughs> so what I say, I can feel my lips. Okay, so um, yeah, and this drink was called mm. the Blue Blazer. The Blue Blazer? Okay. Yeah. And then for a long time, there really wasn't any flair bartending. I mean, in this movie, they do the turquoise blue. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a kind of throwback. Yeah. So, Homegirl looks at him. I'd like to try the orgasm, please. How many? Uh, multiple. multiple. <laughs> yes. Well, then why don't we start with the turquoise blue? Yeah. Then let's start with the turquoise I'm, blue. I've never had an orgasm cocktail in my life. <laughs> Oh, honey. <laughs> but maybe one day. Um, so, <laughs> so in the 80s, 
there is this place called, I don't know, maybe you heard of it. It's called TGIF Fridays. TGIF Fridays. Yeah. And they started uh, spreading this trend around in Los Angeles. Okay. Bars in, on Fridays. So it all started with this guy named John Bandy. I was going to say. And he was bored one day. He uh-huh. was tired of the same old, same old with the people when they would come in. Hey, how you doing? What you want to drink? Yeah. So he started training and teaching himself cool tricks behind the bar. Awesome. Flipping spoons, you know, catching the shaker, uh-huh. you know, just throwing napkins to like land right in front of them. Like just started doing simple small shit. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it like developed into like catching behind my back. And now it's in flipping it in and he like blew this shit up and he became famous for it so much that he trained the movie the people in cocktails. Mm-hmm. So a lot of his influence is seen in this movie. I love it. And so after cocktails came out, eight years later, he started going around the world showing off his flair, right? Okay. Mm, uh, throwing bottles all over the place. And he started doing that and it grew. People started Loving it all over the world. Fuck yeah. But by the 2000s, um, it just blew up. Mm -hmm. And they started this World Flaring Association. And it started, yeah, and they have competitions. I love it. And like pop up places, you know, um, and you could do these competitions and win like 10 grand. Just for flaring. I always wanted to be a bartender, and I always wanted to do, like, the flaring stuff. Yeah. I think it's a lot, a lot of fun, and I think I'd be good at it. I think I'd be good at it, too, because I could catch stuff in midair. Speaking of catching shit in midair. Did she I catch got, it? Yes, you did. I did! <laughs> <laughs> I did catch it Zenobia in midair. Zenobia just straight up caught a uh, flying thing in midair. As, as I was <laughs> saying, I can catch things in midair. Point made. <laughs> So, I believe you. <laughs> thank you. So, um, yeah. So it started popping up everywhere. And so people would use it as in to like show off their spirits. You know, hey, we got this new Picardi. Look at this. Nice. Throw it around and shit. And people are like, odd by it. I like so, it. So um, it's also known that flaring is more precise than just anything, than just regular bartending. People think that it's not, but it's like more of a dance and a rhythm mm-hmm. to everything. So your pores are pretty precise. So you're pretty spot on with your cool flaring and shit like that. It's all timed out. It's all timed out. Mm-hmm. Because you're still responsible for making a good drink. Yeah. And you're still responsible for the safety of that drink. Mm-hmm. I got you. Exactly. And that's the history on flaring. I like that a lot. Right? That's fun. Yeah. You know it's not fun? This drink. This drink is serious. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to get to the bottom. Under the sugar of your love <laughs> is an egg. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to start with this Tabasco sauce right here because yeah. it's little. I can flare this guy yeah. pretty good. They have, like, now they have, like, rubber ones and stuff that you can... That you can train with? Yeah, so you're not dropping them all. So you're not breaking plat, uh, glass bottles all the time? Yes. Nope. 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 Yes. Train for real. So, as you said, uh, we're doing cocktail. Yes, we are. No S. No S. I love this movie. This movie is incredibly fun. And I brought my island gear with me today. <laughs> he sure did. <laughs> It's my only Hawaiian shirt that I have, even though this movie takes place 
In Jamaica, man. In Jamaica, man. <laughs> In Jamaica, man. Oh, God, Brian. <laughs> like that. Mm. Okay. Well, so, partly, partly in Jamaica, partly in New York. I feel like the majority is Jamaica, maybe not. Okay, so you ready to hear the starts? Hit me with it. I'm going to hit you with these fucking stats. I'm sure it's not high. I'm going to hit you with the fucking stats. <laughs> I'm already anticipating. Okay, so this movie dropped July 29th. 1988. Okay. This movie dropped. Okay. So the budget, $11 million. Okay. Translating today's money, $23 million. So a nice little- Decent budget. Budget. It made $171 million in 1988. Wow. Translating today's money, $372 million. Bro. Yeah. It made money. It made money. Wow. It made money. That's right. We're drinking beer. No yes. wonder I'm burping already. Get ready for your burps. But <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like I'm gonna have heartburn tonight. Yeah, this is this is a <laughs> tough drink. <laughs> so <clears throat> are you ready Douglas for the Douglas is no fucking slouch. He is no drinking. this is not what I want to have first thing in the morning when I'm hungover, but maybe it works. I don't know. I feel like Rocky would drink this. After a night of fighting, he's like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what are these stats? You ready for the Rotten Tomatoes? Yes. Critics. Okay. 5%. <laughs> wow. Wow. Five. That's as low as we've ever gone. Holy Wait, shit. Wait, what was... What was Grown Money ups? train? No, what was grown ups? That was the lowest one. I think it was like fourteen or something. Like it was that. super low, but this might be the worst one. Five percent. Yeah. Wow, these fucking people. Mm-hmm. All right, what does the audience have to say? The audience says eleven percent. Fifty-eight percent. There you go. So they're better. Wow, dude. It's a good movie. Zenobia says sixty-nine percent. This was my first time watching this movie, you guys. 69. What's up, Bill Rocco? 69. <laughs> um, this was my first time watching this Yeah, you'd movie. never seen it before. I'd never seen it. Uh, have seen clips from it. and I've seen it since I was a kid. And we talked about this. I talked about this with your sister. And she was like, you didn't see it? And I was like, no. <laughs> oh, this was Selena's movie. I was like, it wasn't a movie that came on a lot. Like, I feel like the movies that came on a lot were like Top Gun. Sure. Mission Impossible. This one came on a fair amount. Not in my house, because Rashad <laughs> also said that he didn't see it until he got with Selena. So that makes sense. It was not part of our uh, lives. So I'm looking at this with fresh 2019, almost 2020 eyes. Mm-hmm. And Dude, it's almost 2020. It's almost 2020. Y'all ready? Are you ready for this? 2020 coming, 2020 is coming now. <laughs> so, yeah, um, it just, this, I didn't it's like. It's 80s, it's an 80s it, okay, movie. The, my favorite parts of the movies was the 80s-ness of it. Okay. 80s clothes, Dude, 80s music. Dude, the 80s music, clothes. Oh, my God. The, you know, like, I was down for the 80s because I love the 80s. Okay. But I just, the story, I left the story thinking, like, why? But after doing some research, I think I know why I hated, I just didn't like Flanagan. Really? Okay. I mean, he's a flawed character for sure. Yeah. He's money hungry. He's ambitious. 
he uh, is damaged mm-hmm. emotionally, mm-hmm. you know. We'll get into more of that later, but okay. you know what time it is. What time is it? It's time for the motherfucking drinking, drinking game. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so the drinking game. I'm excited. I'm going to add to it. I know it. I don't know. I think I did really good, but you probably will. You, yes, you will. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I did pretty good for me first time watching it. Okay. So you're going to take one simp when a name of a cocktail is said. Ooh. And that, like my monologue last week? Like your monologue. The sex on the beach. Yep. The schnapps made from peach. Yep. Uh, when he's in the, his first day, where everybody's just screaming cocktail names, uh-huh. dirty mother. He's like, "You fucking bitch! How come you didn't <laughs> Why tell didn't me, just tell me it was coke? a rum and coke?" <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty shitty. <laughs> that like, could have been done. Why? I am a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what did you order? A martini. <laughs> What's in that? What's in that? <laughs> Total first day question. It's either gin or vodka. You ask him that. <laughs> do you want Oliver or Twist? Why are you not a bartender? I'm working towards it, you guys. You that got, is my next step. I've done so much like, fucking even work. Even if this show becomes incredibly popular, yeah. you got to get your bartender's license. Start flaring. Fuck yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll flare with you. Yeah. I bet you would. Re- you catch on really quick, I'm sure. Okay. So. Yes, Obi-Wan. <laughs> So you're going to take one simp when Flanagan hits someone or someone hits him. Nice. Okay. And he that, gets in some yeah. some, some tussles. And I'm going to take slaps and like kind of pushes. <gasps> I'm going to take all of that. Anytime there's an ulcer- You're ugly. <laughs> yeah. Anytime there's an altercation <laughs> like that, I want you to take a simp. Okay. I'm thinking of like three or four already. Yep. Punching Doug in the face. Oh, yeah. All he gets it. mad. He's like, you don't. Where I come from, you don't do that to your friends. You don't. Mm-hmm. Or what's her name when she slaps his ass? Bastard! Ooh. He almost beat the that shit out bitch. of her. My dad always that told yuppie me. Bitch. <laughs> my dad always told me, uh. never hit a man unless you are prepared to get hit back. So if you slap a dude, get some feet between you so he can't be rolling up on you. You're getting Vera Walker on there. Come yeah. on, Come sucker. on. Come on! I grew up with three older brothers, so if we go, if I'm hitting you hard, we going, we going I got down. Nothing to say, I you done insulted to... me. Yeah. I got to kick your ass right now. <laughs> Vera will find your toe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna kill him. Okay, okay so <laughs> you're gonna take a simp every island shirt Flanagan wears. Yeah, so yeah, every yeah. different island shirt he wears, you're gonna take a drink. Because okay. sometimes. In this, like the next scene, he's still wearing the same one. That don't count. Okay. But if it's a totally different shirt, take that drink. Okay. <laughs> and he has quite a few shirts. He's got a lot of shirts. He's They're all like loose and like loose. very eighties, dude. Yeah. And you're on an island, man. You got to like. If he was Harry, he'd have like all the taco meat <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> was hairiness end in the eighties? I don't think so. Okay. I doubt it. <laughs> okay. So you gonna take one simp. When Doug drinks a red eye cocktail. Yes. Burr, burr, burr. Sure you don't want a slice? For breakfast, you've got to be joking. It's better than a red eye. Mm-hmm. And if you're brave, you too can drink a red eye. Mm-hmm. You want a slice? 
You've got to be joking. It's better than a red eye. <laughs> it is better than a red eye. Okay, so you're going to take one. It's growing on me. It's growing on me. I like micheladas. I don't know. Do you like micheladas? Never had one. Another failed Jason as a Mexican situation. If I'm not mistaken, I think they're from like Texas. To be honest with you, <laughs> there's Mexicans out there. No, I know, but it's not like a Mexico like drink. I believe it's from Texas, but mm-hmm. which is where we're kind of from. Hey, so your your fucking family made yeah. a michelada. El Paso, dude. Ooh, maybe we'll drink that for Salinas. It is Salinas. We'll we'll drink like a michelada, unless there's like a Salina cocktail out there. Then I don't know. I might make one up call it i'm dreaming (laughs) okay so you're gonna take one simp when flanagan has sex okay yeah he gets laid a lot in this movie yeah so he got sex with three three so yeah so get ready for that okay you're gonna take one simp when someone is flare tending (laughs) i like that term i think that's cute Flare tending. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really just him and uh, Doug. Doug. Yeah, but Doug, 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 Doug. <laughs> and I'm gonna give him a big, big best hug. friend hug. Best friend hug. But if he's been murdered by <laughs> crystal meth tweakers, then we're shit, shit out of luck. luck. <laughs> <laughs> we keep mentioning it. When are we going to Vegas? Let's do this. Let's do this. Uh, we gotta call up my, our friend Kara. See when she's ready. Yeah, tell her. Ashley's excited. Yeah, tell her we're bringing the booze. And we're bringing the mics. And she just has to supply us with food. And we're good. So Shit, we're going to buffets, y'all. Hey. Vegas. Bottomless mimosas, eggs Benedict. (laughs) I'm in. Okay, so you're going to take one simp Mm -hmm. when cocktails and dreams is said or shown. Nice. Blink, blink, blinkity blink. Cocktails and dreams. Hey, that's not a bad name for a joint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really cool little sign. Cocktails and, and dreams. Yes, it was cocktails with an S. <laughs> there is an S in cocktails, <laughs> yeah. It is a bar. It's a great sign. It is it's a, a cool great sign. name for a bar. It is. It is. So you're going to take one simp when Doug makes a bet with somebody. Okay. So either he initiates the bet. Uh-huh. Or Flanagan and yeah. shit's bet. This girl's gonna do a number on you, mate. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, 50 bucks says that Carl's in the sack with some other guy before the week's out. That's a bet. And you're gonna take a sip. And he, he bets he quite He is often. the, like, instrument of Brian's, like, demise. Dude, he is a double on his motherfucking shoulder. Uh-huh. And he needs to kick him off. But we're not there yet. So you're going to take one sip. You know, actually go. had something on your shoulder. Oh, did I really? Yeah. <laughs> Damn devil. It's, it's that kind of night. It is. <laughs> so um, you are going to take a sip at every different bar mm. that he works at. Okay. And I count it, and it's a total of eight. Eight fucking bars? You're shitting me. And I'm even counting Pat's. Okay. His uncle's bar. His uncle's bar. Sure. Because he's behind the bar. He is. He's behind the and bar And he tries there. to charge her for a beer and he's behind Does the bar. Does Doug's bar count? Technically. Yeah. Because yeah. okay. he goes and asks for a, bar, a job there. He does ask for a job there. Mm-hmm. And then he pours a drink on the boat. On the boat. Yeah. The bottle of Louis Trays. Okay. That's okay. pretty good, right? Yeah. Okay, so you're going to finish your drink. Uh-oh. When Flanagan meets Doug. Okay. 
Okay, so we and that's also where we get introduced to Somebody the red eye. Somebody put hair in your quiche. <laughs> you say the red eye again. Red eye. You say it's okay. He's Australian, dude. No, I know, but oh, you want to put a hair on somebody else's quiche? The red eye. <laughs> I suck at accent, y'all. There's nothing I can do. Okay, so <laughs> you can finish your drink when Flan or when Flanagan moves to Jamaica. Okay. Right near the beach, boy. <laughs> I guess I could do Jamaican. <laughs> For a while, I was working on my Chappelle African Jamaican. One. Yeah, <laughs> Okay, so you gonna finish your drink when Flanagan says the poem to his unborn child. Oh, that's a good one. Flanagan's advice to his unborn child. What you got? A lot. Dang, there was one that we did come up with. There may be say, some situations where you have to substitute out some sips and finishes. Okay, come here. So, uh, I will lead, well, no, I won't lead with the finisher drink that I had in mind. Okay, so you will take a simp every time that Coglin has a new law, because he has a lot of them. As soon as you meet him, Coglin's law. Coglin's law. Anything else is always something better. Coglin? Douglas Coglin. Right. You know what I mean? I don't remember his laws at the moment, but he's got a lot of them. And you can fall downstairs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Matter of fact, I remember one right now. It's one of the last ones he says. He says, uh, bury the dead. They stink up the joint. As for the rest of Coughlin's laws, forget them. The guy was full of shit, but you knew that anyway. <laughs> so take a simp every time that Coughlin has a new law. Okay. Uh, there were some other ones that came to mind, but I'm just going to say finish your drink. You can finish your drink when Brian ha says the poem to his unborn child mm -hmm. or finish your drink when Brian receives a letter in the mail. My dearest Brian, a guy like me looks in the mirror. He either grins or he starts to fade away. It's a little deep, oh, but I think that uh, you can feel a young deep. Tom Cruise does a good performance in that scene. He do. And you need a drink. Mm -hmm. There was another one we talked about. Take a take a sip every time you see a mullet, and there's tons of mullets. <laughs> so many mullets. <laughs> He's in class, and there's like four people surrounding him with mullets <laughs> of various sizes. <laughs> you got anything else? Uh, I almost want to say take a simp every time you hear Flanagan's last name, because a lot everybody says it. Yeah, Flanagan. My best friend in the whole world. My only friend. My Piss off, Harry. He's all right. My question is... Ah, Mr. Flanagan. Mr. Brian Flanagan. I feel that like fucking that... fucking guy. His name sounds like a fucking bar. Uh, it sounds like a pub. Stop feeling sorry for yourself, Flanagan. Flanagan. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, you did add some to them. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to... I'm going to stick with those. Okay. Well, mm. that's the motherfucking drinking... Game, yes, still is. So, can I give you a little bit of fun facts about this before we start? Fuck yeah. Okay, so, sis, it's good to see you. It's good to see you. How you doing? You know, I'm drinking a red eye. With Cheers you. to that. <laughs> okay, before we dive in, I have to tell you something. I caved, dude. Right. I got that Disney Plus life. 
Yes, it's guys. been like everybody's talking about Disney Plus, Disney Plus, Disney Plus. I'm like, fuck, it is only like three bucks more because I already have Hulu. Dang. And so, you oh know, yeah, that's the way you get. Well, I'm waiting for another family member to get it, and then I'm gonna. You gonna steal theirs? I'm gonna steal. Well, I mean, everybody you can't steals, have mine. Everybody steals my Netflix, like. Yeah. Everybody, to the point that I had to buy more screens because I wasn't able to watch my own Netflix. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> I had the same situation. And I was like, you know what? I'm not buying more screens. I'm kicking you guys off. Because for a while, I just kept doing, like, I would do a mass test, like, who's on? Who's on Netflix? And then whoever was, like, the lowest on the total poem, like, get off. Ashley came home last night, and I was watching, what was I watching? I think I was watching, like, Darkwing Duck or something like that. And she's when like, did you get Disney Plus? You're like, no. Fuck yeah, I did. <laughs> Well, I was watching Goof Troop today. <laughs> I love Goofy How Tos. They're my favorite. They're the best. I didn't even dive into the Pixels. Pixels. The Pixars. Pixars. <laughs> oh, it's a day. Yeah, I didn't even jump into those. I bet there's a bunch of shorts in there. I hope. I love. Okay. I'm sure there are. But yeah, when the, I have a day off, we can any Disney movie we want. Pretty much, yeah. Not all of them are up there, but a lot of them. I mean, I feel like we could, should have a Disney month, maybe. Disney Plus month. It maybe doesn't have, it doesn't have to be a, a. We were just talking about this actually with uh, our friend Daniel, the um, writer, mm, actor, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. DP, uh, and he had an interesting take on a, a Disney movie uh, that refers to alcohol. Do you remember? I don't. A certain character's name. That oh, has to do um, with yep. Don't say it. Don't say it. We'll save right. it. You're right. You're right. You're Y'all right. gonna have to tune in when we do our Disney's. He gonna have to come. <laughs> Maybe that'll be January. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what January holds. <laughs> so, I just want to tell you a little bit of her story on oh. this movie. Okay. So, I bet you didn't know that this was a book. I did not know that this was a book. Are you serious? <laughs> of course I am. You know I find out my shit. Did you read it? No. No time. Uh, I don't have. I didn't have the time, and I don't know if I want to read it. Okay, so the, <laughs> the book is called Cocktail. It's I'm by... just busting your balls a little bit. <laughs> All right. I'm not... Stop it. Okay, so Stop this, movie, this movie, this <laughs> book is called Cocktail. It's by Hayward um, Gold, and it came out in 1984. Okay. Gotcha. And there is, it's different. And I kind of see why. It's different. I probably might like the book more, but uh, there's no love story in the book. There's no the love story is Brian and Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. Maybe. Maybe. Never know. I don't know. I was reading the like Goodread like, reviews on the book and everything, and didn't see any like gay undertones, but if there was, I would have. I definitely would read this book. But um, yeah, so there's no love story for Flanagan, and he is like a Disney drunk bartender who just really doesn't know his. He's just the worst of the worst. Gotcha. And you're not supposed to like him. At least no one liked him that read the book. And sure. Knowing that it makes me like okay. And I'm in not, the movie, not, at least women like him. Yeah, and I don't like him like yeah. i would not like you see the underbelly for sure yeah even you know? he has he could have had a really great like worth in jamaica 
lived with, you know, fucking they Jordan. It sounded like his pro- proposition was legit and it would have paid off. It, it would have paid off. Three years. He could have just opened up a little tiki bar somewhere. Uh-huh. And they could have been happy. Made that money, yeah. came back and opened their uh, bar. And it's not like, well, I don't know. I was like, it's not like, you know, she didn't come for money, but she really didn't. Who's I this? mean, like, Jordan. Yeah, she did. Like, she came for money, but... She didn't tell him about it. Because you're so hung up on money, I was afraid that I'd never know how you really felt about me. She doesn't have any money. She works, and she lives in, like, a shittiest studio she apartment. She doesn't accept And she doesn't accept help. His, their help. So she's not rich. Mm-hmm. Her parents are rich. It's sure. one thing, like, saying, like, Paris Hilton isn't rich. Paris Hilton is rich. Her family forever has given them tons of money, and, you know, she rich. Yeah. But... If she decided that she didn't want to take that money anymore and she's living, working a diner job and living in a shitty apartment like we are, then she ain't. This is not a shitty apartment. It's really nice. <laughs> oh, this place? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. No. What? <laughs> it's not. Did I miss something? I don't know. I, your face changed when I said that. Like you were like, you saying my place is shitty? <laughs> my face changed because Robin jumped up here and she's needing attention. That. God, Rob, Rob. Being a situation, we've been working a lot lately. You know, a lot of twelve and fourteen hour days. She's been home by herself. I can't get mad at her. Well, the same guy who wrote the book wrote the screenplay. That's good. I like when the authors write the screenplays. Yeah, there's nothing like it's their story, and they know what's important, so they can condense it down to two hours as efficiently as anybody. That's why I loved Gone Girl. Mm. Like she wrote the book and the screenplay. And she cut, like, some things out, but, like, as a whole, she left pretty much everything in. It was okay. I'll tell you right now, one of the actors that's in this movie is in Gone Girl. Not going to tell you yet. We'll get there. Tom Look Cruise. at you. you I see Cruise. the wheels turning. She's like, word. Tom Cruise is in? Tom Cruise is not in Gone Girl. <laughs> oh, you're right. It's Ben Affleck. <laughs> the you other white, white guy. You Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, that's all I have about the book. I couldn't really find anything. Um, I really couldn't find too much on this movie, to be honest with you. It's not a lot because uh, not everybody loves it the way that I do <laughs> and how Selena does. And certain people love this movie. Other people are like, eh, it was all right. Yeah. I think because we like grew up watching it. Every bartender just... I mentioned it had seen it. It's a great movie, <laughs> yeah. in my personal opinion. I was like, all right, I'm on that. So I think it's a great movie, and they got a really good cast to do this movie. Yeah, and that's half of the battle is getting a good cast. Majority of the other half is getting a good story. Mm-hmm. It kind of has a good story. It's pretty close to a good story. I think I feel like it's it just goes. Uh huh. Like it doesn't really have. You don't feel like it has that driving force. There's no driving. It's just. This happens, and mm-hmm. then this happens. And you're just like, you just keep digging yourself in a deeper hole, you dumbass. To like, a degree, yeah. yeah. Like, the the inciting uh, catalyst is Brian wants to be a millionaire. This is during the 80s when everybody is getting these get-rich-quick schemes, and all of a sudden, it's almost like nowadays when you see these college graduates, and they all of a sudden become like dot com millionaires, or they yeah. invent an app, and all of a sudden they're outbidding Jay Z and Beyonce for a house in the hills and shit. Dumb That's what was happening in the eighties with all this yuppie greed and shit. Yeah, you know. 
And Tom Cruise's character wanted that. Yeah, you can see that in... But he's a, a worker. Yeah. You know? This movie did give me, like, the same as, like, Wall Street. Sure. Or, like, American Psycho kind mm-hmm. of feel. Even though American Psycho was, what, yeah. like 2000? And Jordan even says that. Like, she knows how much he's hung up on money. Like, yeah. a lot of their conversations are about money. Like, even when they're in paradise in Jamaica having the time of their lives, he's looking at an umbrella drink and being like, you know, there's a guy that makes all these and he's a millionaire. Yeah. You know, he just wants to make his millions. Don't we all? Yeah, but I want to be happy while I do it. Me too. You can't chase that money dragon, dude. People do. The more you chase that money, the further away it gets from you, in my personal opinion. If you do something with passion and you love what you do, the money will come. Because you're doing it better than anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll see how my first movie comes out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We'll see. So, um, let's see what, what I got for you. So, like you said, this is not everybody's favorite. It's not everybody's favorite movie. And this movie is on the 100 most enjoyable bad movies ever made. <laughs> in the Golden Raspberry. So, um, for the Razzie Awards. It got a Razzie? Of course it got some Razzies. Nice. And, but it's on the list for the top 100 ones that these movies suck, but they suck less than other movies. Okay. Other sucky movies, I guess. I saw that. I thought it was funny. I was like, damn, Gina. There's a list for that. So I don't know much about this director. What you uh, got for me? I'll tell you something about the director. Mr. Ronald Donaldson mm-hmm. uh, deserves a happy birthday. Is it today? It will be in about... 30 minutes, yeah. Oh, so it's the 15th. He's born on November 15th, 1945. Okay. Yeah, so happy birthday, Mr. Ronald Donaldson. Burr, burr, burr. Uh, I liked your movie. <laughs> I enjoyed your movie. He's a good director. He's done a, a fair amount of uh, work. He is responsible for The Recruit with okay. uh, Colin Farrell. Okay. Uh, Dante's Peak. With Pierce Brosnan. Like it. The Getaway Species. He's done a lot of species. movies. Species. 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 I don't know how to say that. Yeah. One of those. Alien movies. You haven't words. seen it? I think I have, but those movies are not really my cup of tea, so I get them mixed up. Okay. Mm. Well, I'm going to put some cup of tea. That's <laughs> a good one. Uh, he's still working to this day. He's got a couple of movies that he's in pre-production for right now. I had quite a tough time finding anything on Ronald. On Ronald, I mean on Roger. Roger. Roger Donaldson, Donaldson. not Ronald Dodgerson. <laughs> so Roger. The mm-hmm. one cool fun fact I found about him is that his son Chris Donaldson. Um, represented New Zealand in the 100 meters in the 1996 and 2000 Olympic Games. Get it. So I thought that was pretty cool. A little track star. A little track star in the family. But yeah, he keeps a really low-key profile, and I really didn't see anything that I could... I'm hooking you up a little bit. Thank you. I hear it. I don't know where that static's coming from. We're good. 
Okay. Don't touch shit. <laughs> Don't <laughs> drop that yellow cake. Yeah, he's not uh, the most. <coughs> he's not the most famous director in the world. Nope. He works steady. He's directed twenty-seven projects. He's got um, a new movie called uh, The Guinea Pig Club coming out. In well, it's in pre-production. He's got another one called The Icarus Factor. The Guinea Pig Project. Hey. Everybody does their own thing. I can't judge it. I don't I'm know just, what it's about. I just asked if that was what you said. Mm-hmm. That is what I said. Ew, I don't like this anymore. You see it separating? Mm-hmm. I no. <laughs> I told you, you got to stir it. It looks like a like a funnel now. It looks like snot. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> you want to just stick with the beer? <laughs> I don't know. I've only I'm not going to lie. It's got me feeling pretty good right now. But I don't think I can finish it. <laughs> I'm going to give it like... I'm going to give it a minute. Okay. And when I'm not down, then I'm going to go get a beer. <laughs> We're just going to crack open a couple I'm of beers. I'm really trying, you guys. And I feel like I've only once not drank the drink all the way. What was that? The mist? Yeah. Yeah. I, I usually finish them. You know what was in that? Eggs. <laughs> this fool, after that drink... Said that I wasn't allowed to use egg whites anymore. I mean, then I did use egg whites yes, in the did. Titanic drink, and they turned out really good. It, and it turned was out good. But this one, I don't know, bitch. It's a whole egg. It, I felt the snot in my mouth. That's why I felt. Ugh. We're shooting fifty percent from the field with the <laughs> eggs. That's true. Okay. <laughs> All right. They're good for mixing just the whites. It gives you that foam. But I don't know what the like what the yolk is good for in a drink. I don't know, but. <laughs> Since we're talking about basketball, the Lakers beat the Warriors last night. Just throwing that out there. I'm just talking shit. I don't know how to. <laughs> I don't know how to think about that one. I love. I mean, California against you, California. You love them Lakers. I do love them. I do. I, I grew up. Are loving you a Laker them. fan? Yeah, I grew up being a Laker fan. Okay. But you know, if my Bay Area Warriors are doing fucking good, I'm mm-hmm. always down for oh, that. Oh, that's right. Your heart is split. Yeah, it's a tough one. I got you. But uh, it's Lakers. I might just be. Trying to get, get uh, a little riled up with your cousins up there. <laughs> Don't talk shit. They all have their Warriors gear. They'll I hope come they're out listening, wh- though. Whoop your ass. I got your back, I'm going to see him at Thanksgiving him. while you're talking shit on the mm-hmm. Warriors. I didn't, I didn't let him talk shit. I heard that shit, man. You think that's funny? Better shut it down. <laughs> shut it down. Okay. <sighs> okay so uh yeah roger has got a couple projects coming out and uh we'll let you know if they're any good we'll see if they make any waves but uh he's uh you know what he is he's a journeyman director <laughs> you just made a whole new thing i did take a drink i'm gonna say that counts for a journeyman actor. <laughs> so uh this is gonna be a short night y'all because there's a very short cast it's pretty short mm-hmm. i couldn't really find out many facts uh, I'm going to start with uh, our girl, Gina Gershon. We've talked about her before. We have? Yes, we have. Staten Island Summer. Hi, oh, yeah. Miss Greeley. <laughs> Anthony. She still looks hot. Would you say you have a big dick? Would you say you have a big dick? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> like... <laughs> so this was one of her first movies. She's She plays uh, Coral. She's so cute. She's super cute. Very 80s. I love how she like teases her hair and mm-hmm. shit. She's a photographer. Uh-huh. She's kind of a bitch. But I mean I mean, she's 
She's privileged. You know, she got that money. She doesn't need a man. You so know? she really does have money, or he was just saying she that. owns the whole fucking building. Apparently, oh. she owns a brownstone. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. You got some money. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but the actress Coral, uh, I don't know if we talked about her too much in Staten Island Summer episode. <laughs> that was such a great movie. <laughs> what did she say? She's like, ladies, doctor said that you have to take your. Oh yeah, I brought lunch. I brought she comes lunch, up with a ladies. bottle of wine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Says that uh, you have to drink at least two glasses for it to take effect or some shit like that for the (laughs) for the healing properties. It's true. Everything (laughs) she says is true. And he did have a big dick. I don't know. (laughs) 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 So my girl graduated from uh, Tish up in New York. Uh, and mm-hmm. she started a theater company with Helen Slater Shut shortly mouth. after graduating. Yeah. They were called uh, the Naked Angels. Okay. So I'll give you a, a fun fact about her and this movie. It was one of, I believe it was like her first or second project, but she was very new to being an actress. Okay. And her first scene was at eight in the morning. It was the sex scene with Tom Cruise. Oh, I know that fun fact. Yeah, so at 8 a.m. she was in bed, practically naked, making out with Tom Cruise. And she was thinking like, all right, so this is the film business. So far, so good. Who doesn't like that? Right? Um, Can I give you a fun fact about that scene? Go for it. So she is extremely ticklish. So she... No acting involved there? Tom Cruise... Found out about this uh-huh. and tickled the shit. Oh my like, god! Tickled her so much. So when you look at that, so scene, that's why it looks like that. It looks like they're fighting. They're like dude. fighting and they're going nuts. It's because he won't stop tickling. <laughs> and them falling off the bed is really them falling off the bed. So they did a bunch of different takes, and that take they just just, just landed. They landed. They were like, you know what? This is looks like you guys are having some crazy ass sex. Uh-huh. Like, and she comes off as that wild kind of girl in the first place even yeah. in the bar mm-hmm. yeah. you know and she got those eyes dude she, oh my god <laughs> did you not know that that pen has a light on it no <laughs> scared <laughs> okay <laughs> scared the shit out of me I didn't know well the first time I pushed it nothing came off <laughs> yeah so um, now I don't know what I'm saying the light I just got like neuralized and now I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, yeah. So that's a a little bit of uh, information on Miss Coral, a.k.a. Gina Gershon. I always enjoy her. I think she's great. I will continue. You can't do it, can you? I can't. Okay. Zenobia is giving up on the red eye. I'm not making you feel bad. Bring me one too, because I doubt that I'll get any further than you did. Here, where's she on this talking at? Nah, give me. Uh, we got bottles in there. What do you want? You want a Heineken? I want to. I'll do a Heineken. And I want to mm-hmm. open it right next to the mic so we get that nice sound. That sound. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so the next person on our list is Miss Kelly Lynch. So she is Pocahontas sitting on the beach waiting for everybody to notice her. Who? Who? Pocahontas over there waiting for everyone to notice her? How dare you speak that way about my wife? Who 
she been in? A lot. Because her face. You know her face, right? It's just her face. So <laughs> she has been in Roadhouse. Roadhouse. She has been That's what in is. Curly Sue. <gasps> Do you remember her? Opposite uh, oh, John Belushi. She the, She's yeah. the rich woman. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, she is Vivian Wood in Charlie's Angels, the first one. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. So in Roadhouse, she's the doctor. Do you remember what Sam Elliott says about her? So Sam Elliott has a great line in that movie. He says, uh, he says, no doctor should have an ass like that. <laughs> she does have a nice ass. She, got a she nice walks around in a little uh, thong bikini. All right, here we go. <laughs> here you go cheers. cheers for the second time cheers since we couldn't red eye <laughs> guys we gave up on the red eye that shit is just too much I'm sorry I am no Doug <laughs> no Doug no Doug 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah that's Kelly Lynch she's doing her thing to this day she's still acting her ass off yeah she, she got like 90 something credits I want to say. Apparently, she is a model as well, or was. She's, I think she started out as a model, yeah. So that's why. She's she, got that look, dude. Yeah. And her acting isn't bad. She does pretty good. No, I like her. that she does, yeah. She's been nominated for some things. She was in um, Gus Van Zandt's, um, what's it called? Drugstore Cowboy? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, she's got a, or well, she had a new series called uh, Mr. Mercedes. Uh, that was her most recent thing. I want to proceed this. I know, right? <laughs> we all do. <laughs> but, you know. It's okay. Just, sometimes it's not in the cars. Oh, you know what else she was in? Virtuosity. With uh, Russell Crowe and Denzel. Remember that oh. one? Where they pull Homeboy out of the computer simulator? Yeah. Okay. All right. She, she been around. She's doing her thing. For many a years. <laughs> It's only getting worse because now we're just drinking no, straight it's up just beer. Straight. I feel <laughs> I feel the heartburn already starting. This is a mm-hmm. great, great day. Uh, and in this movie, she plays Doug Coughlin's uh, wife. What's her name? It don't matter. We know it's, it's his only wife. <laughs> she's can't con- dude. She is con- She's not the marrying type. Okay, this is this is how I feel. Okay, I feel like. He's not the marrying type. He's not. She's not the marrying type. They have an open relationship mm-hmm. because he doesn't really give a shit. It's not like he doesn't see her. Well, he does give a shit. So is you that... see it in his face. Yeah, but I bet he's cheated on her. Probably, yeah. So and in saying... the 80s, yeah, a man's mentality was like, yeah, I'll cheat on you, but don't you dare cheat on me don't sort of thing. And especially when he sees her with uh, Brian. When he always, Brian walks up and she kisses him on right the on lips. the lips. I thought that was weird too. I was like, oh damn, Gina, y'all. I mean, she's putting it out there. Yeah. Like from day one, she's got a little lady boner for Brian. Yeah. You know. They should have just had an open relationship and they both would have been a little happier. Am I supposed to live with the same man day in and day out forever? And have no one else in my life? Yes. It's called marriage. Maybe. So do you think that's why he killed himself? Uh, no. Uh, I think he killed himself because he failed. I think he killed himself because he's an awful person. He's just depressed. He 
old, he doesn't want to see Flanagan succeed. Everything he says about like anything that's positive in his life, he's always like, "Oh, it's gonna fail. Mm-hmm. That sucks. She's gonna cheat on you. you this bar's never gonna happen." Yeah, you know, like, like he, he is depressed. He knows that she's cheating on him. I'm sure she's cheating on him left and right. He drinks a lot, uh, and he's talking about uh, the one, imp- the only person, the first person, and the last person that he's ever loved. And he's talking about Brian. He's not talking about her, even though she's in the room. So it is guy love. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He just he feels like he failed. I think. Uh, I think he um, realizes that, and he's he's Cause, bankrupt. Because I also feel like he is. Yeah. You remember the conversation on the boat? Oh, yeah. He says, I should have read some of your books, young Flanagan. Sales tax or the building code or labor costs or the power company or purchasing or linens. Everyone with a hand stuck it in my pocket. I didn't know anything about property tax and this tax and this stuff and paying off these guys and like building codes and this that and Mm -hmm. the other and so he fucking lost all his money that she put into building up this place i mean i don't know i felt like that suicide came out of nowhere like i wasn't ready for it he was depressed dude yeah you know he had an idea of how his life was supposed to go and it didn't go that way or it did go that way and it wasn't what he expected. He, okay. I read that there is deleted scenes, which you could see some of it in the trailer, mm. um, which makes it seem like um, Doug was trying to get with Jordan and they're sure. like fighting on the boat and he leaves and he goes, you know, I'm your only friend or you're my only friend. And he goes, not anymore or something like that. And he walks off. Fucks him over again, dude. And so, well, that's fine again. Yeah. And so that could be another reason why, like, you know, he doesn't feel too bad about kissing his wife. He's trying to steer Brian into his way of thinking. Yeah. He says it constantly. Uh, He's like, I've tried to beat that worker mentality out of him, but it's in there in his immigrant blood, as he says. You know, that's why he hooks up with Coral before that. Because he's trying to teach him a lesson or (laughs) win his money back. That's like a bullshit excuse. What he's really trying to do is keep Brian where he wants him. Mm -hmm. You know, he doesn't realize. He's hoping that Brian will see reason and realize that Coral is going to fuck him over anyway. Which she would have. But let her do that. Yeah, exactly. Like, I can't be mad at her for, like, him coming and being like... Oh yeah, Flanagan said you're a mm-hmm. nasty freak. Yeah, she's like, oh yeah, and then he like kisses her, and then she's like, bitch, you should have kept your mouth shut. Yeah, that just means that they fucked before then. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. okay, that's still fucking. He's not sucks. making out with her right there. I don't He's, know. That's just like, like this, I said, the that's story more like is the kiss choppy. of like last night was great, wasn't it? Sort of thing. It's just a choppy. It was choppy. I didn't get that. It but. suggested. Okay. But then Brian gets pissed and I mean, punches the shit out of him. Take a drink on the punch. He mm-hmm. deserved his punch. Fuck yeah. Fucking dick. And I really believe that uh, Tom Cruise was pissed in that scene. He did a really good job. Because he's like, you'll thank me for this one day. The fuck I will. It's like, the fuck I the will. The fuck I will. I don't know. Tom Cruise has his... I feel like he doesn't do it anymore. 
What's that? Because he's older, but he has these moments, especially in his younger movies, where he yells. Uh. Like, where, like, he's, like, floating in the bottle, and he's like, can you be here before? You oh, know, yeah, like, that didn't make a whole lot of sense. And he's like, I'm trying! Like, I'm doing the best I can. can, okay? Okay? He's, like, screaming. He does it in, like, Rain Man, where he's like, Raymond, can you tell him that I I don't treat you bad? He goes, you treat me bad. He's like, shut up! Like he just he out has, of nowhere. Out of nowhere, he has like these explosions to that he be like, Al Pacino. <laughs> I think you're right. I feel like he looks at those like he looked at that and was like, I gotta like emulate real, that the, real. No, I'm talking about when he looked at his own mm, old movies and okay. he's like, I need to reel that. I'm looking really Nicholas Cage where it's just like, Ugh. I got you. Well, uh, you know how I was saying that somebody in this movie was in Gone Girl. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. It's Lisa Baines. Okay. She's the rich woman that Brian is uh, challenged no, I know, to sleep with. I know who, but I don't know who she is in Gone Girl. In Gone Girl? She is, I'll tell you right now. Run for the shelter. <laughs> <laughs> it's a constant loop in the movie and in my head. Her character is Mary Beth Elliott. I don't know. I've never seen the movie. You're, that's right. You're a murderino. You're all about that. I read the shit. book. You read the book? I did. Bro. Before the movie came out. Okay. Because I heard it was so fucking good. And I read it in a week. Okay. But it's been a minute. But okay. I believe okay. you. Well, in this movie, she plays Bonnie. She's the rich woman who comes to the bar. And Brian is challenged to hustle her. Which yep. he does successfully. Game's not over yet. Wouldn't be any fun if they fell over with their legs in the air now, would it? <laughs> Bartender. But mm-hmm. he hates himself for it. Yeah. You know, and he loses Elizabeth Shue, aka Jordan. That's a great name for a, a girl. I really like that. Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do like that. I thought you were gonna say Elizabeth. I was like, that's like the, one of the first girl names. Like, <laughs> we're gonna get to Elizabeth Shue, but. Um, Dude, I hate her so much. She's such a like. I don't bitch. hate her. I see. I hate her. I get what she's trying to do. She I sees do. that this I man see it, is and not. He becomes her kept man. That's what you. That's that's what you do when you have a cougar. She a cougar. She before is before that was even a, a thing. She was mm-hmm. cougar. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm rich, and I'm get you a job. But if she gets you the job, but she's dangling that job in front of him because she knows as soon as he has that jo- job, he he doesn't need her anymore. Which that's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't want anybody who needs me. I want somebody who wants me. <laughs> but she's not yeah, that way. I feel that she's all about. She's a employer. You know, she's a CEO. She's all about keeping her employees under her thumb, under her control. And that includes Brian. One, I got to say, I love the jazzercising. That bitch was like. <laughs> all them like, hey, outfits and shit that she wears. Can you go and give me spandex. Yeah. Give me, give me some carrot juice out of the get fridge. For, get one, get for, one for yourself. He's like, every fucking morning. Every fucking morning. <laughs> she's over here jazzercising. <laughs> And he's a bartender. You know, he's used so to he's that like, nightlife. He's like, girl. He's sleeping till noon usually. It's like, <laughs> fuck, dude. She's all, it's, all, it's 9.30, get up. That's 6 a.m., get up. No, I know. That's, you know, that's that CEO life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, even if it was, like, 9 o'clock, he'd still be like, bitch. He'd still be like, dude, I'm, I am got home four hours ago. It's 11.59. Turn off the fucking lights. <laughs> Leave me alone. I need sleep. She's like, I need dick. 
<laughs> she did a good job. She did a good job. She's like <laughs> she plays that waspy eighties yeah. rich girl Old CEO. Money, yeah, very well. Like, yeah. Yeah. She's like, Brian, Brian, here, hold my jacket. Oh, <laughs> that bitch. She straight up is like, Hold my coat, will you, dear? Not even dear. She's like, Will you? And he's like, I would have threw it down on the ground. I, I think he does too. I think he like I would have hangs it. it on like a plant or some shit like that. Art he's like he's already over it. Yeah, his shit's already moved out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hated her. She did a great job. <laughs> <laughs> she was horrible. She did a great job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got a fun fact. What's that? Which I feel like I haven't sang it this today. You haven't. Sang. <clears throat> so here's the fun fact about Lisa Baines. Nope. It is about... Oh, are we still talking about her? Because I don't have any fun. I will say that she's in a uh, scene that, uh, for some reason, always stuck with me. Mm. Um, and that hit it, her? No, when they break up. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Tom Cruise says a line that... Um, I don't know why, but I always like found it very useful. He says, everything ends badly, otherwise it wouldn't end. Which I don't know if that's true. That's not. But there was a time when I actually did believe that. It is like, not true. You can end things happily, especially mm-hmm. in a relationship where you both are just like. Sh-. I'm going to go this way. You go yeah. that way. It was good times. He, If he didn't punch her friend in the face and just like said. He didn't punch him. He kicked him. Kicked him in the butt. He punched Brian in the face. You're right. Okay. Well, Stomped his foot. He's like. Sh-. If he didn't like get in a stupid little fight, mm-hmm. then, you know, if they would have both talked to him and like, you know, I, if he's just like, you know, I just don't feel. Mm-hmm. This and she'd be like, you know, I feel like that too, and you just possibly, up. but it could be, be become one of those tug of war situations. Well, no, I, I get, and it's like you feel obligated to stay. I get that it probably was good. it was always going to end badly mm-hmm. for them, but saying that everything ends badly or it wouldn't end is not true. No, but, but I do. It, a pessimistic it person, it does take would believe that, and yeah. Bryant. When it comes to relationship, is pessimistic. He's not the... Like, um, Jordan even says it. And he's like, some girl must have really done a number on you. Maybe his mom. He never talks about her. Uh, I think it's... Uh, <laughs> oh, she died, right? Doug and Coral. I get it. I think that he... They didn't go into the story enough, but I think that he fell for Coral a lot. Mm. And Doug fucked him over. That's true. They both kind of did. You know? And he's or become, maybe he's just talking about Doug fucked him over. Yeah, like, ultimately. what girl did that? Because doesn't he say why does it always have to be a girl? Uh huh. Because it's not in this situation. The person who yeah, constantly he's like, keeps it's, fucking it's not. Him over. It could have been uh, your friend Doug over there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But at the same time, I do understand that because I've been in relationships that lasted way longer than they should oh, have. Yeah. Because you want to be a good person, you want to be there for a person, or you don't want to end things badly but at the same time if you try to end things on a good note or in a certain way it's still just you you get resistance from the other side yeah you know what i mean so sometimes you have to rip off that band-aid that's true but sometimes you can just put in your two weeks notice (laughs) and leave you can still come back if you need to. If you don't want to, you don't have to ever come back if you don't want to. Nah, I believe once a relationship is done, it's done. It's done. Put your two you weeks know, in. People do grow. People do change, but not that fast. 
if people get back together, it's got to be like five years down the road, 10 years down the road yeah. when you're a different person. Can't be when you're still the same person. Because I did learn when I was in college, like, don't stay with someone just to stay with somebody. No. You're wasting your time. I you wasted an extra you six be months a good when I could have just left. And it's like, you're not doing them any favors. I knew it was going to end, and I still waited for mm-hmm. it to end. I did that. Did, yeah, no. So I'm, after that, I was just like, you know what? Once I feel like it's done, I'm just going to be like, mm-hmm, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to say who, but because some of my friends listen to this podcast, but I was with somebody for like the better part of three years that I shouldn't have. It was way too long. You I'm know? your only friend. Quit playing. <laughs> <laughs> That's my only problem. That's my own problem. All right, let me give you a fun fact. All right, cool, because we only got three people left. Okay. So the song, Kokomo. Hmm. Way down to Kokomo's. <laughs> yes. We just sang the entire song. Can guys. we go to the key? All right, all right, all right. <laughs> okay, this is such a great song. <laughs> so that song, which is by the Beach Boys, mm-hmm. was Beach made, Boys. The Beach Beach Boys. And they were made. This song was made for this movie, which I did not know. That's awesome. Yeah, so thank you, Cocktail. Thank for, you, Beach Boys. Uh, thank you, Cocktail, because that's a hell of a song. Yeah, they were commissioned to write a song for the movie, and this is kind of That's the song of. that they did? That's yes. awesome. Um, it makes you want to go so bad. Yeah, you're one who's been to Aruba. I've been to Aruba. I have not been to Jamaica. I've been to Bahama. Have you? Come on, pretty mama. Yes. Let's go to uh, Key Largo. Artigo. Montego. Montego. Yeah. Is that what it's, I don't know yeah. what the fuck we're saying. Okay, so anyway, so um, Let's go on a cruise. <laughs> this song, I know there should be a Beach Boy cruise where you hit all of these places, and the boat is called Kokomo. Nice. There's a place. Please, somebody, Kokomo. and you can have the Beatles, the Beatles, the Beach Boys on there, and they can sing their little. Fuck yeah! Beach Even Boys. a cover band of the Beach Boys. I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. So somebody come up with that. So this song dropped on Jul- in July 1988, the same month that this movie dropped. I love and it. It hit number one in the U.S., Japan, and Australia. That's fucking dope. So this shit just like skyrocketed, and it stayed there for two months. So like summertime, people were obviously feeling mm-hmm. this song, and the soundtrack also. Went this to soundtrack one. is good, dude. Like you've been singing it ever since I got home. <laughs> What's the what's the other song that you were singing? You don't, because I just got it on my fucking head. It's going to go back in and you know You're it. You're talking about the... Under the shelter. Run for the shelter. Run for the shelter of your love. And they play that song about four times in this yep. goddamn movie. And then he hits that high note. He's like, run for the shelter of your love. He had to like squeeze those butt cheeks. <laughs> yeah. It's, or as Karina would say, squeeze the penny. Squeeze that penny. <laughs> Okay, so um, so the album also went to number one during that time, okay. and it was nominated for a Grammy and Golden Globe for Best Original Song. Nice. And FYI, what? It lost. Co- yeah, they were they lost. They were nominated. For this. Sure. 
but Kokomo is not a real place. <gasps> it is a state of mind. I don't know if I like that better or worse. <laughs> if you listen to the words of the song, you you were like, oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. It's not really a real place. Question. <laughs> Have you ever been as drunk as these guys where you're walking down the street and you're singing some random ass song together? Yes. You know, yes. You know what I'm talking about? When oh, they're going yes. to, the sun, uh, to the subway. And there's, what did the, they sing it? Chantilly lace and a pretty face and a ponytail just a hanging down. A wiggle and a walk and a giggle and a talk makes the world go round. Makes me act so funny, make you spend my money, make me feel real loose like a something goose. Ooh, baby, that's what I like. <laughs> yes, I have definitely uh, been drunk singing down a San Francisco street a time or two. Have you fallen down the stairs? I have never fallen down the stairs. <laughs> thank God. I would die. I have dropped my phone down the stairs of a subway, but I've never, <laughs> never myself. Thank God. I'd be rolling up to this table right now, I'm sure. I don't know how he is so drunk. That's how he can get up and walk up there. He's like, oh, yeah, you can fall. Like oh, My side hurts. <laughs> now I'm going to jinx myself of like falling down the stairs. No, you're not. Thanks. Thanks. You will not fall down the stairs. At least not in Vegas with me. <laughs> I hope not. I got you. <laughs> um, can I give you another fun fact? Sure. Okay, you can pick between the two fun facts. Okay, because his mustache is almost getting too okay, big. Okay, so do you want to know about a prop that is used all the time, or do you want to know about a guest star appearance in this? Oh, I want to know a guest star. I you know I like say, my dessert first. I knew you were going to say that. So, <laughs> if you pay attention, you will see Home Alone's Uncle Frank... At the bar. Yeah. He's the one that uh, says, like, give me one of those orange he's drinks. Like, yeah, he's like, I get a free drink here. Yeah, the, the, the voucher says I get a free drink with my stay or some shit like one, that. One, I love that because I feel like it's the same character who's like a cheapskate ass. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck. Look what you did, you little jerk. <laughs> your dad spent a lot of money on these tickets. Oh, wouldn't want to ruin your fun, Mr. Yeah, cheapskate. Cheapskate. Hey, Christmas is coming up. I know. Y'all ready for that Christmas movies? Are you ready for Christmas? Do, 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 do. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ready for this? <laughs> Uncle Frank, uh, Gary Bayman, he plays a tourist. and Gary Bayman. I saw him. <laughs> <laughs> they be screaming. And all the ladies, they be creaming. Wow. That went dirty. I didn't write the song. That's true. <laughs> I can only think of what it's on because I haven't heard it in a long time. Well, whenever you want to do they football, call mo- Willie, Willie, Willie Beeman. <laughs> whenever you want to fucking do football movies, I am in. I, I yeah, didn't we... know as many basketball movies as I thought I did, but I know a shit ton of football ones. Mm-hmm. So yes. All right. Well, I'm gonna give you the other one while we're at it too. Okay. So almost every bottle that is handled in this movie. It's a Bacardi bottle, which makes sense. Product of, placement. Makes sense of him being in Jamaica because, you know, rum. And mm-hmm. that is where rum was created. We talked about this from the slaves in uh-huh. Jamaica. Yeah, that muck pit. In the sugar cane fields. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that makes sense. But he does have them in New York as well. Yeah. And- like the bottle that he forgets when he's running for school and he had to come back. He's like, bottle. 
It's a Bacardi bottle. Oh, shit. Some of the However, I will say that when he is doing his poem and he flips it and takes a shot, that's Jim Beam. I said almost. I know you yes. did. But yes. I just want to point that out. Mm-hmm. That's Jim Beam. <laughs> that's Jim, that's yeah. Jim Beam. America, you're just devoted to every flavor I've got. But if you want to get loaded, why don't you just order a shot? And he takes that shot. Bars open. Shots make me sick. You know you like how I flipped that. <laughs> you did. Tabasco sauce. I was like, he's going to drop it. No. <laughs> well. What? You're out? No. Oh. <laughs> you know I ain't out. Look at all this shit. We haven't talked about shit yet. Well, damn. All right. I was, I'll say that one. Go ahead. Who are we talking about? Who next on the list? It's time. It's time to talk about your girl. Or my girl. Miss Elizabeth Shue. You mean... I love her so the much. The greatest babysitter of the 80s? <laughs> that's where I know her from. Adventures in babysitting. Fuck yeah. Miss Elizabeth Shue. When are we going to do this? Allie with an eye. Next... AKA Karate Kid. The One. The next 80s movie we do... Adventures in Babysitting. Adventures in Babysitting. We do need to do another 80s month soon. Yeah. We haven't done one of those in a while. Yeah. And Elizabeth Shue was definitely a uh, A-list star in the 80s. She was killing it, dude. Can I give you a little fun fact about her? Give me a fun fact fun about fact, her. Fun fact, She's sexy? Because I already know that. She's cute. She is. And she still looks good. Um, She went to Harvard. Harvard. Did you know that? No, I did not know that. Yeah, go pilgrims. Mm -hmm. I know she's smart. Yeah. Did she really become a nurse? That's my question. Uh, As from what I found, she went to Harvard and she got, she was going for a degree in government and she was one semester shy and then she dropped out of school to pursue her acting career. Interesting. That's the same thing Matt Damon did. And then in the spring of 2000, she went back. Ah, uh, he didn't do that. Yeah, so she finished her <laughs> hers up. Well, in 2000, he was working more than she was. That's true. So. Okay. Um, I got you. Yeah, and she only had to do one semester, so, you know, that's Because, like, I heard rumors that, like, she quit acting and she became a nurse or something like that. And this is way before... Uh, the new series Cobra Kai came out where they mentioned it in the show. I don't know if you've watched or not. What do they mention about her? They they talk about Allie and right. how she moved to like Colorado and became a nurse or something like that. However, before that happened, uh, I don't remember where I heard it, but I heard that she like quit acting and became a nurse. But I don't think that's true because she, she has acts. continued acting yeah. the entire time you keep saying that and i kept thinking i was like no, no she's yeah no she's working. continued acting yeah. <laughs> yeah she's been in a lot of things she's uh oscar nominated for what best leading uh performance by a lead in uh leaving las vegas oh i've never seen the movie what no it's probably one of my favorite nikki c one i was gonna say that's Nicolas cage right mm-hmm. okay yeah she uh yeah she was, oh, you're uh, right. Best lead actress, yeah. You would kind of like it because it kind of sure is like a Tom Cruise character where you just don't like him. Mm-hmm. He's trying to kill himself with alcohol. Really? And she's kind of like there, like the love interest. Like, I don't want to sit here and watch you like literally just drink yourself to death. It's gotcha. a pretty good movie. So, um, yeah, I didn't know well, she yeah. was nominated for that. She continued acting, so I don't know where that rumor came from. 
But um, she, after this, she did uh, Back to the Future. She wasn't in the first one, but she, she was, was in the second and one. third one. She plays Jennifer. That's her? That's her. How come it doesn't look like her? Or does Ed they feel- Well, they tried to make her look oh, like the first right. girl. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because I never knew that was her. Because it kind of doesn't, she doesn't have her hair and mm-hmm. her like, and she was a better, what's her name, Lisa? Jennifer. Jennifer. She was a better Jennifer than the first Jennifer. Even though the first Jennifer wizard wasn't on there that much. Yeah, I mean, I liked the first one. She was fine. And not fine like PH fine. I mean, she was fine. But. I love her. There was nothing wrong with her. She was a good actress. I mean, she, her, she shines, obviously, in the second one. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, this has to do with her her future, too. And she has to go uh-huh. to the future. I love where she's, like, in the house. And she realizes, like, oh, shit. They're coming. And she's, like, trying to figure out how to, like, hide in the closet. She does a good job. I didn't realize that was her. For sure. You yeah. got me. <laughs> Sorry. But, yeah, I want to know where the hell that rumor started and if it's real or not. I'm I glad we're breaking really it right now. I not find anything about it. She might. Excuse me. I don't know. I don't know. She might have some nursing. or. Yeah. But she's still acting. She did, like, three seasons of CSI, apparently. Oh, see? She in the... Uh-huh. She's got uh, a TV series... Coming out right now called The Boys. Let's hear for the boys. Mm, let's get the boys. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Can uh, I? She's doing a TV movie and she's in post production for another movie right now. See? She she's, got time. She's doing her thing. And they're. Give no flu shots. I mean, I don't know if Cobra Kai is coming back, but they were trying to work her character I, back. Yeah, I was in. like, why wouldn't you bring her in? They want. I think they were trying to do it for season three, but I don't know if YouTube is going to do a season three or not. I feel like Cobra Kai is the only thing keeping them going, as in their original shows. So mm-hmm. they you'd, should. You'd be smart to keep that going for a couple more seasons mm-hmm. till you get some better shows onto your uh, platform. Can I give you some fun facts on who could have been Jordan? Not if you're going to break my heart. Well, I mean, Elizabeth got it. So. Yes, she did. <laughs> it ends well. Okay. Tell me, tell me, tell me. All right. So tell me how you think this is. Okay. Jennifer Gray. Demi Moore. Uh, mm. I think her name is Ali Sheeter. Ali Sheedy. Yeah, from the sixty uh, Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Um, Jodie Foster. Okay. Daryl Hannah. Okay. I kind of can see her too. Nah, she looks too much like. Oh, actually, she looks more like the wife. Uh huh. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, Sarah Jessica Parker. Nope. Jennifer. Garner. <laughs> She was like a teenager or like know. a little kid. Jennifer Jason Lee uh, Lynch. Okay. Who's that? Jennifer Jason Lee or Jennifer Lee? Jason? I mean, I'm sorry. Lee. Jennifer Jason Lee. Mm-hmm. That sounds very familiar. I can't put my. I can't put a face to it right now, but. Okay. Well, Heather Graham. Ooh, I do like Heather Graham. I do like her. And Molly Ringroll. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, out of all of them, I think Elizabeth Shue is the best. Just for this part, not to say that they're not great for other parts, but for this particular part, I think Jordan. She portrays Jordan very, very well. Jordan is smart. She is down to earth. She is not money hungry, despite her upbringing. She is uh, very compassionate. She's very loving, uh, and she has a backbone. I think Jodie Foster could have did it. Probably. Well, 
I don't know if Jodie Foster would have given the heart to it that Jordan uh, has, that Elizabeth Shue brought to it. Okay. You know what I mean? I can see it. Like, she loves Brian. She <sighs> really does. I don't know why. <laughs> you know why. Because she sees the good in him. She sees uh, his faults. She can't forgive him, obviously. But at the same time, she loves him. She has that time that they spent together. She knows what he wants and she believes in him. She believes that he will be successful in his dreams and she believes that he will be a good person. He ultimately is a good person who has been swayed by bad people. He's not the best judge of character. Okay, yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I can't imagine anybody else in that water fountain or waterfall scene. Mm -hmm. so Maybe Demi Moore. <laughs> See, I think Demi Moore would have did a good job. She I could fill out that. that bathing suit. Not just the bathing suit. Just like, I think she would have did a good job. But... I know, but that scene. He's <laughs> talking about side titty. You got side boob. Yes, there is some side boob in this uh, movie. Now. And it's Elizabeth. That, it is Elizabeth. Uh, and that's all I'm going to say about that. You know, I think that it was tastefully done. It was. It was kind of like. <laughs> it was actually like really endearing the way she does it too. Because she's like, ah, okay, yeah. my titties are out. Let's do this. Yeah. Like, and like she does this like cute little like, all right, this is me fully mm -hmm. exposed to you, Brian Flanagan situation. It's funny you bring up that scene because apparently the water was extremely cold. Ooh. Another one of these extremely cold shots. Yep. And it was so cold that Tom was getting sick. Uh, okay. And they were like, all right, we got it. We yeah, got we it. We got to move on. They look warm. They look like they're having a good time. It looks, that's, I them, feel like, that's those lights. That's those Fresnel lights that they got shining on them probably. It feels like, it looks like it feels super warm and they're just bathing in the water. Movie ball. magic, yo. I know. <laughs> they would have called me like fucking, <laughs> like I my teeth would have been chattering. <laughs> I mean, they yeah. did a dirty dancing. That's yep. why they had to stay that, far away so uh -huh. you couldn't see them like <laughs> freezing. They probably uh, did um, ADR on that scene. Here's the key: I have been in many a pools and many of oceans and lakes and stuff in my life. And when it's cold, the best thing to do is just jump in. Don't ease in. Don't keep like, moving. Don't keep your feet. Just go and just and cool, just get all wet and then you got to raise your body temperature up so the more you move the hotter yeah. you stay and then swim around mm -hmm. <sighs> I got you Oof, I'm cold just thinking about it <laughs> but I do want to go to Jamaica really bad <laughs> you know what I didn't think of for the drinking game what? you gotta take a drink anytime Brian gets spooked bet I can still spook you no way like when, like when she mentions kids uh -huh. and when she says, yeah, remember? You got a kid. Yeah. He's like, I bet I can still spook you. Yeah. I'm pregnant. Mm-hmm. All right. That's a good one. You know what I mean? Add it to the drinking game. <laughs> Add it to the drinking game. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I love Elizabeth Shue. I think she's great. I think she's a great actress. Yeah. I would love to see her in more stuff. I would love to think... be adventuring in babysitter's. <laughs> I'm gonna keep bringing that up because I fucking love that movie. It's a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we are down to our uh, main cast, our last two guys. 
and it is Mr. Brian Brown. He is another one mm-hmm. that keeps a low profile. And I mm-hmm. really couldn't find it. Oh, you know what? I forgot. There's a great quote that she has about this movie. Uh, I don't know if it's a great quote, but she... Who? <laughs> Elizabeth Shue. Okay. Okay. When she was asked about this movie... Uh, she said that had she known that it was a movie about two guys throwing alcohol around, she may have like s- taken a second guess about <laughs> doing it or not. You, if you said alcohol, I'm in. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, speaking of that, originally the tossing done in the movie was not scripted, mm. so a lot of the flaring wasn't scripted until the actors were like, "Hey, girl." I like legitly went and interviewed bartenders and learned how to flare. And this makes me feel more like a bartender. Can we add it in there? Yeah. So they were like, all right, cool. And so. I think it added a lot to the movie. It made them the best. Otherwise, you're just kind of a bartender. You're just a bartender. Yeah. It's It, it would have got downgraded to a B movie. Yeah. It's like an, well. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say for some people it is. For some people, it is. For some people, but this movie made money, and therefore it, it made a be, shit ton of money. Can't be categorized as a B movie. How can you get eleven million dollars and make one hundred and seventy-one million dollars right. in nineteen eighty-eight? Exactly. Which is like twenty twenty-three. Oh, oh, there was another fact that I don't do the fast math right now. I can't. Our math sucks. Could sober me when I edit it. Starts doing the math. I'm like, we are so off every time. <laughs> but I did pre. Oh I did do God. this math pre. The show. So, okay. Um, fun fact: the check that uh, Jordan's dad gives her mm-hmm. gives Flanagan gives Flanagan is for ten thousand dollars. Yeah, is that all she's worth to you? Well, in two thousand nineteen, if he gave him that check, it'd be twenty one thousand dollars. Even still, I know. Is that all she's worth? Is that all your daughter's worth to you? That's a good way to start your fucking bar, though. You need seventy five just to start the bar. Yeah, by twenty one, be a nice one. Oh, seventy five. I mean, it's like not bad, but it's not good either. Like I can think of a movie right now, Over the Top, where uh, <laughs> uh, the grandfather offers Sylvester Stallone a hundred thousand dollars and a truck, a truck to get out of his son's life. Same situation. I kind of would have took enough amount of money in a truck. That's your son, though, yo. Yeah, you take it, you spend it, and you come back. <laughs> Send him some presents. There you go. <laughs> All right, that's You're not this movie. You're a great mom. That's why I'm not a mom. <laughs> I treat my dogs well, okay? Mm-hmm. They live long, happy lives. Mm-hmm. So Brian Brown, I would say he's the most quotable person in this movie. Um, they also said that in the book. That yeah. he, the book would be very, like... He's got some great one-liners. Sad and dreary if it wasn't for his uh-huh. one-liners and yours and shit like that. So, that makes sense why he... Because he's like our rule master. He tells us... Mm-hmm. He teaches us everything he knows. I love his Coglin's Laws. They're yeah. really, really funny. And I love that he... Uh, what's the word? Dis sways them or disregards them by the end and yes. says you know as for the rest of Coglin's laws disregard them the guy was full of shit doesn't fucking matter but you knew that already mm-hmm. dude that fucking breaks my heart 
that letter that he writes posthumously. Yeah. Fuck. So uh, Brian did a movie in 2015 called Cocktails and Dreams. I saw that, and I wasn't <laughs> I sure see what, what it's that all about, was. dude. Yeah. That's Somebody, really cool. Isn't Gina in it? I, I don't know. I heard that. Tisha Campbell? Oh, yeah. no, not that Gina. Oh. Uh, Gina for this movie. Oh, it? Gina Gershon? Mm-hmm. Maybe. I heard that she was in it, and he was in it. Okay. It's, it's continued without Brian? It's the missing years without Brian? I mean, can you afford Tom Cruise to be in anything? I couldn't afford Tom Cruise way back then. I know. Well, you, you could kind of. I can't afford Tom Cruise in The Outsiders. I can't afford Tom Cruise in Taps, yo. Well, now, well, now Tom Cruise he takes, um, like, the average salary. For yeah, he his... does everything for scale, and then he scale, takes points. Then he takes his points. Yeah, which so, is smart because he's betting on himself. And he usually wins, even his crappy movies. Yeah, he he always comes out on top with the money situations. Uh, but Brian Brown, uh, interestingly enough, uh, did not start out as an actor. He was a bartender. Insurance... No, he wasn't a bartender. He was an insurance salesman. Arm candy. <laughs> what? Are you drunk? A little bit. A little bit. No, like not really. Cause that. It's the, it's the fucking beer. <laughs> that was loud. It's just beer. It's not like fucking Edward Forty Hands drunk. Oh my god, Edward Forty Hands so bad. Don't, don't do it. No. <laughs> Unless you're 21, then go ahead. So yeah, he was an insurance salesman. He didn't discover acting until his late 20s, early 30s. In which case, uh, I like that because that's kind of when I found acting as well. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Well, what has he been in other than this? What would I would I see him from? The, uh, not, his face is, looks familiar. I mean, he. This is probably his biggest movie, his most recognizable movie. But he's been in a lot of movies. He's been in a lot of TV shows. Uh, he was in. He's in three series right now. Damn. One of them is out. One of them is completed. One of them is filming. Okay. Uh, they're called Bloom. Halal Girls and Hungry Ghosts. And he is a recurring uh, character in all three of them. Get that money, man. Yeah, my dude works. I believe that. Yeah. Seems like everybody in this movie still works. Mm-hmm. That's always good to see. Yeah. So, uh, and I just, I love his character in this. He's He's a broken man, you know. I don't know where he came from. He's Australian, obviously. But in the movie, he's just he's a bar he's a bartender, and he's in his midlife. Yeah. Even when they introduce him, yeah, he's a lot older. But he feels he acts like he's got everything figured out, even though he really doesn't. I've been famous for ten years. Just, just give, give me, me the, the money. money. <laughs> <laughs> I got the happy happy shame. And he really is good with uh, the ladies in the movie. Even though he probably screws them all over. And gives them crabs. Yeah, that's right. Good night, my beautiful. He's like, you're giving me a job? The waitresses hate me. Well, you wait till you've given them crabs. Then you'll really know hatred. You wait till you've given them crabs. Then you would truly know hatred. <laughs> yeah, because I'm going to fuck you up if uh-huh. I get crabs. Yeah. So, um, there was a actual bet on this set really mm-hmm. okay and it was is it go ahead no what were you gonna say i was gonna say is it like 
a disgusting bet? No. Okay. Okay, so it was a bet between him and Tom on seeing who could drop the bottle less. Mm. And I like that bet. <laughs> Tom Cruise dropped it five times. And Brown dropped it four times. Oh, shit. So Tom, Tom must have been pissed. So Tom lost. I yeah. saw an interview of him talking about it. He didn't seem too happy. But that, it was back in the 80s when he was doing it, too. Uh-huh. He's, he's like, yeah, a, you know, he's a competitive lost, guy. But I only lost by, I was this close, you know, kind mm-hmm. of deal. So, he's a competitive guy. Yeah, as am I. So I can understand I, I'd be too. pissed. Like, oh. one drop. Yeah, so... They're more like their characters than you think. <laughs> sure. Tom Cruise. Uh, well, I guess then it's time to talk about our lead character, Mr. Tom Cruise. Who? Never heard of this guy. Never heard of the guy, right? I don't know. He'll what never it, be famous. I doubt it. Like, I, 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 I hear he's it. got like a weird smile and he's like super short. Yeah. I, I don't think he's going to. He doesn't I don't think even he's gonna do his last. own stunts. He just arrowed all of his fucking nonsense. The guy is out of his mind. I didn't write anything down about Tom Cruise. Because you know it all? Because it's all out there already. Because everybody knows it all? Everybody knows it all. Well, let me tell you who could have been Flanagan. Who could have been Flanagan? I feel like some of these names that I named, they're always up for movies that were The same roles. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it went. So, um, Jim Carrey. Okay. Uh, Charlie Sheen. Uh Uh-huh. Keanu Reeves. Whoa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can't just say Keanu. You gotta, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Keanu. I am Keanu. <laughs> whoa. Whoa. <laughs> um, John Travolta. Okay. Rob Lowe. Oh, I can see that. I can't because Rob Lowe is too. I can't see him as me not He's like real him. pretty. No, not just how cute he is, because he is cute, and he still looks good. He does today. still look good, dude. Um, he's literally still looks good. <laughs> Anybody who's a Parks and Rec fan totally got that one, because um, <laughs> he literally says that all the time. Anyway, so um, I think that he's too sweet of a guy, probably to play it. Yeah. Like, especially if you think about like, well, this outsiders, I and mean, just like him playing soda pop, soda pop, just, like so, like. Mm-hmm. And usually all the characters that I usually see him in, I, I always like him. What about uh, Wayne's World 2? When he's the asshole. No, are you talking about Tommy Boy? No, I'm talking about Wayne's World. Oh, he is in that one. Mm-hmm. Tries to steal Cassandra. I still like him, and I still like him in Tommy Boy, even though he's like a shitty ass. We're brothers. Oh, that's right. <laughs> brothers don't shake hands. Brothers, brothers hug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I even like him with that. He's a little shitty ass little fucking. So okay. I think it, I don't think he would have been too cast because everybody likes. I mean, him. Brian's supposed to be a little bit naive and a bad judge of character. Yeah, he's supposed to have a sweet side. He does, and it shows up like very few and far between. Like yeah. when the I girl... still would have gone Tom Cruise over uh, Rob Lowe in this situation, though. Yeah, like the girl in the class who's like, "Oh shit, he's reading my paper right now," and he's mm-hmm. like, "Don't even like let it sweat." Like that—that that was a nice thing for him to do and say. Sure. So, but yeah. sometimes he's not that great. Okay, so. <laughs> oh, there's more. There's more. Oh yeah, there's a lot of people for this one. Dude, who else? Mr. Tom Hanks. 
Ah. He turned it down because... They he, offered it to him? Yeah. Oh, shit. But he was doing big. Fuck yeah. Which is a better choice. Sorry. I mean, I like this no, movie, I agree. but big is... I agree. Big is a great movie. No, big is a fantastic movie. Okay. Jeff Bridget. Mm-mm. In the book, Flanagan is older than the movie Flanagan. Uh, so okay. maybe they were kind of going on that because I was thinking... But again, how old is Jeff Bridget? I don't think I've ever... The he's dude, always been old, dude. dude. He's been, been old. old since the 80s. He's the dude. And he's, he's old. He's the dude. I don't know. So he could have been up for that one. Um, Steve Gutenberg. Steve And Gutenberg. you know he was huge up in fucking 88. Fuck yeah. Police Academy, bro. Police Academy, a thousand. <laughs> uh, three men and a little baby and a little lady. He was just like all over the that place. Was, that was by the 90s, I want to say the little lady. but Little lady. But three men and a baby was at least... Around this time. Uh-huh. So, yes. <laughs> I'll give you that. Steve Gutenberg. Another person that I see his names pops up all the time, and we have not talked about him on the show yet. Bill Murray. Bill fucking Murray. I feel like Bill Murray, Jim Carrey, Tom Hanks are always on every... And Charlie Sheen are on every list of... Sure. Could have been. Of short lists. That's the short list. I got you. Yeah. That's the list you want to be on. You want to be on that short list. I want to be on these lists with these people. They're all still working. I don't know. Steve Gutenberg, not so much. <laughs> I don't remember the last thing that fool was in. Police Academy 92. Oh, my God. No, they only did six of them. You sure? He, sure? he only did six of them because there are some that he's not in. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, Citizen Song Patrol. <gasps> no. Okay. No, he's in that one. But there's more. Okay. He's in that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, so those are some of the Flanagans we could have had. His name just sounds like you. a fucking bar. I haven't seen Steve Gutenberg since It Takes Two. That's the last time I remember Christy Alley. And fucking Olsen Twins. And the Olsen Twins. Yeah. It always makes me want fucking Sloppy Joes every time. Sloppy. Dude, mm. they do look good. I'm not going to lie. Sloppy oh, Joes so will go down nicely right now. I know. Especially after this beer. Well, Tommy's is open. <laughs> uh-uh. I, I'm not fucking with that Tommy's. <laughs> I'm still drunk and I can do this. All I know is all the bottles you drop are the ones that you clean. So, um, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Ugh. Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise. Wow. <laughs> we gotta Since wrap- we're talking about Tom Cruise, we might as well give you a little bit of, you know, information about the man. He's a Jersey boy. He's a Jersey boy. Who moved to the Big Apple when he was 17 uh-huh. to start acting. His... Uncle and his aunt, I want to say, helped him out, or it might have been his parents. They gave him like five hundred bucks, uh, just to start out. You know what I mean? He took apparently two weeks of Meisner acting before he stopped, Mm -hmm. uh, and his first movie was Taps. And that movie, he was supposed to be a very small part. And once he got on set, the director really loved him. And he kind of finagled his way into being in more and more scenes. He would like make suggestions of like, what if I did this? What if I did that sort of thing? And his character grew and grew and grew uh, in the movie. Okay. Um, and I've never seen that movie. Oh, no? Mm-mm. It's a good movie. Yeah. Uh, and from there, he did all kinds of stuff, dude. He went from that to Risky Business and The Outsiders, and then he did Legend, and fucking Cocktail, and Top Gun, and the rest is fucking Tom Cruise history. 
Well, we can talk a little bit about Tom Cruise's history right now. What's that? So in 1987, so mm-hmm. the year that he was filming this movie, he met his wife, Mimi Rogers, <coughs> who is an actress. Okay. Oh, my God. How many wives has he had? I didn't know about this one. Three. Three? Okay. I feel like she, so she's far. the first one. So far. <laughs> um, and... When they met... I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit drunk. <laughs> when they uh, started dating, um, he got close to Mimi's dad, who was good friends with this man called L. Ron Hubbard. I don't know if you heard him. He started this crazy-ass uh, cult called Scientology. And you can't call it a cult anymore because L. Ron Hubbard died. Now it's a religion. <laughs> Yeah, except the dude that runs it is a crazy Tom Cruise wannabe fucking mm-hmm. McScavin who fucking... His wife is missing, y'all. Yep. She missing because she knows too much. I don't know if she's alive or not. I hope she is and she just locked somewhere. And she's out there her. in San Bernardino somewhere. It's over there. No, it's in Riverside, man. It's in Riverside? Riverside County over by like Hemet. Be careful driving home. I actually was in uh, Paris, California, to yesterday or the other day, my friend's house, and we went up this big mountain that they have, and we could see the fucking compound Jesus. from on top of there. It's huge. Fuck that. Huge. Anyway, so um, he met L. Ron Hubbard and joined the cult of Scientology mm-hmm. around this time. So Cocktails is him in his transition. Which make before I watched before I, I learned this, watching him was like some parts were difficult for me to watch and some parts weren't difficult for me to watch. Maybe that has something to do with it. All, okay. People also say that Mimi was on set a lot and they had a lot of arguments during this time. So he could be mad in the scene where he punches them because they could have argued in the trailer prior like Possibly. prior to this. I don't know. But there's a lot of tension and re- Weirdness going on in Tom's life at that time. Wow. So that is the beginning of all of it. It was during cocktails. Time. What's your favorite Tom Cruise movie? <clears throat> Tropic Thunder. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. We don't negotiate with terrorists. That's a good one. He doesn't look like him. He. I love his little dance. He's like a dick. He screams in that one too. Yes, he does. He screams all the time. He's like Maybe he's like a Will Smith. I'm not going to lie, dude. Tom Cruise is a good actor. Yeah. He's a very good actor. He works incredibly hard. He, he is uh, very specific about everything that he does. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've never seen him turn in a bad performance. Like, all uh, Scientology aside, oh, yeah. the man does a good job. He does a good job. In all of the movies that he does. He takes them very seriously. Have you seen him in uh, Collateral? Yeah. With uh, Jamie Foxx? Yeah. That's probably one of my least favorites of both. I films. mean, it's a dark one for sure. Not only is it dark, it's filmed dark. Mm-hmm. And I don't like movies. You don't like those type? Those yeah. If gritty. It's, you make it really hard for me to like see the details of stuff. Then I get kind of upset. Like, I love The Walking Dead, but a lot of their scenes are done at night with very little light. And you're like, the whole episode is in this one night. I can barely see anything but people's faces. Like, that's, I, I can't stand that, so. Okay. 
I like what, what what's your Tom Cruise? I don't know. You say you don't know? There's a lot of them. I like Last Samurai comes to mind. Jack Reacher, Rain Reaker, Man. Or whatever. Oh, Rain Jack Man. Jack Reacher. Yeah. Rain Man is great. Um, I watch it. Jerry Maguire is great. I you love know? black people. Top Gun is obviously great. I love him in Legend. I think Part that's a great coming. fucking movie. Interview with a vampire. Interview. You are a killer, Louis. Yes. He looks all <laughs> gross at the end. Mm-hmm. And. Dude, he's got uh, Top Gun 2 coming out. It's coming out. 2020. Maverick. I'm still mad that I couldn't get an audition, but that's fine. Whatever. You know, we ain't, we ain't bitter about it. Uh, I'm a little bitter about it. I mean, yeah. We, we bitter about it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Moving on to other things. I can't say bigger and better because it's not... Well... You don't know. Depends on your point of view. Yeah. You get to hang out with me. <laughs> bigger or better than that. It's so great. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all of his stuff that he's got coming out is uh, reboots or uh, sequels Sequels to stuff that he's already done. Other than this uh, project called Luna Park. I don't know what that is, but it's just been announced. I don't know. But if it's not that, it's Mission Impossible 17 and 18. And it's like live, die, repeat, and repeat again stuff. Mm-hmm. Tom. You gotta, you gotta get some good, some original stuff out there, man. Take a gamble. It's not like you don't, you need the money. He needs the money because Scientology takes money. half of his. They do take check. a lot of his money, <laughs> shit. But he's, he's still like the second or third richest actor in the world. Yeah, he's got the money. He don't. He's not. He ain't starving. He ain't. He's he got ain't his starving. millions. He got his millions. You know. And they got his millions. <laughs> but he does whatever excites him. Yeah, and he picks good roles. And he does a good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's all I'm gonna say about that. That's all I'm gonna say until we have another Tom Cruise movie, and I'll find it's you. It's good, man. Cruise. You said it all. You said it all. <laughs> <laughs> Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. <laughs> so that's cocktail for you, dude. Oh, okay. Well, I got a couple more fun facts before we move on. No, we're out of fun facts. So Ron Dean, <laughs> the man who plays Uncle Pat. I don't know this fool. He worked with Tom several more times. Oh, yeah? He worked in Risky Business and The Color of Money. So he Tom keeps him working. Or who was just... he in Color of Money? I love Color of Money, by the way. I don't way. remember him in either one of these. But... i give you a fun fact about Color of Money right now. Tom Cruise trained for 13 hours a day shooting pool for that movie. I would, too, if you are paying me. <laughs> I did that one summer. Dude, 13 and... hours of shooting pool, your fingers are going to get raw. That's, that's what you do the chalk for. Mm-hmm. So, um... Paul Newman see. finally won his Oscar. <laughs> yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. And he still looked good in his, like, old-ass age. Handsome you know, ass. His little mustache. <laughs> So, um, I got one more fun fact. <clears throat> there is a bar in Alabama called Cocktails and Dreams. No shit. So, if you ever in Alabama. Alabama. Greenbow, Alabama. How did they get license I to use that name? I don't name? know. Because they use the, their logo is the logo. Okay. Um, yeah, so they just must have been the first ones to do it. I guess there's live music there. Awesome. And Is there looked, poetry? There, I didn't read any poetry. It did look really cool. Um, I did not see anyone drinking red eyes in any of the pictures. I just yelped it. Fuck this drink. Yeah, fuck you guys. 
You don't need a red eye. You don't need a red eye. You don't need one. Unless you like this kind of shit. But If that's your drink of choice, by all means. But we did not get to the egg. We And I didn't plan on it. I was like, I don't think I'm going to get to this fucking egg. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all, that's all I got. And that's cocktail for you guys. That's cocktail. <laughs> all right, we're out. We will see you guys next week. Just kidding. We got a few more things we need like, to discuss. I was like, if you want to. Motherfucker. You Jason. Want- you motherfucker. Okay. Oh, yeah. We got to do that scene still. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know what time it is, right? No, it's time for you to go, um. <laughs> I'm a little buzzed. I'm not going to lie. It's time for Z for the people. Yes, it is. We're doing something. We're doing a thing. Hold on. I thought I had it up, but I didn't. Mm. We are doing a... See, for the people that I'm pretty sure we've done already, but Mm. I feel like we can always do it again. So, since Doug felt like he could not live on or find someone to talk to Mm -hmm. about his depression and his alcoholism, because he sure was a drunk. Yeah, for sure. Um... There are tons of places that you can call that are open 24 hours a day. Okay. And so you can call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline or Lifeline, they call it. And it's 1-800-273-8255. You can call them anytime, any problems. Um, You can go on the website and they also do um, texting and instant messaging in case that, you know, you don't feel like actually speaking to somebody. And it's just, everybody has times in their life where they are at their lowest and they get depressed and they feel like no one can understand them or help them and they take their life. And when you take your life, you take your parents' life, your brother's life, your neighbor's life, your friends, everyone who loves you's life because a part of them is missing because you're missing. Yeah. So if this feels like something that hits close to home for you or someone you know, please call the hotline. And before you guys make any decisions, people call yeah, a hotline, call, call hotline. a friend, call somebody. They're all friends you know. for you on there. So doesn't matter who you are. Everybody goes through a situation. Everybody has those bad times. And uh, apparently winter months are uh, notorious for oh, bringing yeah. that on. Well, because, not only because it's cold and dark, but the holiday season is sure. depressing. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So you, call us, send us an email at Lights, Camera, Cocktails. We'll respond. Yeah. Ex- yes. Or, no S. Get that S no, out of there. Yeah, because if you put the S, you just go into somebody else and, you know, then we're not answering it. <laughs> or you can just call the hotline. Uh, I'll give you the number again. It's 1-800-273-8255. And they're open 24 hours a day. So, Take care of your mental health, people. Just real. Seriously. Mm-hmm. And that is... Z for the people. <laughs> Before we get off of mental health, you ready to do perform as these crazy people? Oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> we got an interesting movie for you guys coming up next week. It's coming. It's coming. It's my pick. It is her pick, but that's just because it landed on her week. I love this movie so very much. Yeah, one of us would have picked this, definitely. <laughs> It's been on the list for a while. Um, it has been. So please send your Hollywood close encounters to lights, camera, cocktail. No ass. Get the fucking ass out of here. Yep. 
at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We out there. And we're on Spotify, YouTube. iTunes, yeah, YouTube. Check us out on YouTube, people. I am so drunk right now, and you have no idea. I do. You do. <laughs> you do. <laughs> I do. Yes. <laughs> we drank. We we drank a lot. We didn't drink. I look a lot. like Cheech and up in smoke right now. My yeah, eyes are all, so close. They're red and like closed, like and glassy. <laughs> like he's he drunk. So yeah, come tune in on oh this. Oh my shit. god. <laughs> Got anything else to say? I'm a little nervous for this scene. I'm ready when you're ready. And you got the first line. Okay. Just don't go breaking my balls, all right? Billy, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Take two, baby. (laughs) Already? Already. Just don't. Just don't go busting my balls, okay, Billy? (laughs) See? Oh, my God. Drinking is the worst thing. Okay. Take three on Zenobia. I ain't said a single word in this scene yet. I can't say, like, seven words, you guys. This is the worst. Just don't go busting my balls, okay, Billy? Hey, Tommy, if I was going to bust your balls, I'd tell you to go home and get your shoeshine box. This guy. We used to call him Shoeshine Tommy. No, he make your shoes look like fucking mirrors. Excuse my language. He was terrific. He was the best. He made a lot of money, too. Salute, Tommy. No more shines, Billy. What? I said no more shines. Maybe you haven't heard because, you know, you've been gone a long time and no one went down there and told you, but uh, I don't shine shoes no more. Relax, will you? I'm just busting your balls a little bit. You know, I'm only kidding with you. You know, sometimes it don't sound like you're kidding and there's people around. I'm only kidding with you, Tommy. You know, we're having a party. We, I haven't seen you in a long time. I'm just breaking your balls a little bit. You, you, you're getting fucking fresh over here. I didn't mean to offend you, all right? I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Okay? No problems. All right. Salute. Now go home and get your fucking shine box. You motherfucking mutt. Keep his ass here. <laughs> fuck him up. God damn it. Who are they? <laughs> fart, fart. I know, I'm, just, I'm mixing in a bunch of shit now. <laughs> I really believed you were angry, though. <laughs> Go home and get your fucking shine box. I am angry, because you made me do it like seven times. <laughs> we did it, we're done. All right, you guys, that's our show. Yes. We appreciate you guys hanging with us. I don't even know how long this episode was, uh, but it was a fun one. It was a fun one. We will see you guys right here next week on Lights, Camera, Cocktails. <laughs> Running for the shelter of your love. Who sings that? I don't know. Whoever they are. That Jamaican. How come they didn't have a grammy? Under the shelter.